So yeah, we can start now. Um, we're back. Uh, we're back with the Financial Independent Podcast with the with the, our physics special um, with York. Uh, you uh, you have to introduce him because you know how to actually say um, his name. Yeah, today our guest is York Panmela. He is from Germany, the Germany, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's a physicist. P- your PhD, PhD physicist. Yeah. And at, at, at the end of the day, today we want to talk about your work, about some recent discoveries in quantum physics, and about your career, how it all started, and how you like it so far, and some, some tips for life for people who might want to join physics or uh, used to hate physics and don't want to hate it anymore. So yeah, just mm-hmm. start off right away. Yeah. Do your own introduction, I guess uh, it will be the best as well. Okay, okay, okay. So I introduce myself a little bit. So. Um, I'm an experimental physicist. Um, I did my undergrad time in Germany, uh, in my in my hometown. That was a bit funny. Uh, close to Frankfurt, it's called Darmstadt, um, a university town. So, uh, a university town plus. We have a pretty, uh, uh, except of the university, we have pretty much other stuff going on. Pretty much pretty many other businesses Great architecture um, we have um, it's be, yeah it's, it's going back to its roots yeah the architecture is getting better and better and better again yeah. became a bit ugly uh, after um, uh, the, the Second World War yeah. <laughs> um, we have a so design design is a big a relative a big thing in in, uh, in, in my home in my hometown Darmstadt um, we have a we have a thing that is called Künstler Colony, so something like um, the the, co- the, co- the the co- the colony or the neighborhood of of uh, of artists. Mm. Um, that's uh, on on the highest point of of the town, uh, and um, there is a um, there are various various nicely designed buildings. We have so the symbol of the building, the the wedding tower, which looks like a hand that is. Um, uh, hold towards the sky. There's a Russian chapelle, a nice park, a gallery, a beer garden. You have it all. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a very nice place. I've spent there many hours. What's a city without the beer garden? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can also play bool. Yeah, big yeah. Uh, big uh, place for bool playing under under the trees. What's you are protected. Ah, when you throw the balls. Yeah, like the Italian is on Italian places. Is this like when you throw the ball into the net. Yeah, or boccia, bool, or boccia. What they play in bars here. No. Um, no, it's something you 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 draw a circle in, in in the soil, and you're supposed to throw the ball there, right? But on the from the ground sometimes. Old right? people play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sport for seniors and children. Yeah. And you have one of the <laughs> one of the butcher balls or one of the bull balls in the middle. That is mm-hmm. the smallest one. And basically, you have two teams. I think I played it only one time. Yeah. <laughs> and the goal is to have one or most of your uh, balls close to the close to the thing that that is put in the middle and um, you can kick away and there are fancy rules it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah nice 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 and you can still drink and uh, you don't uh, start looking stupid because you don't have to move too much 
Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Everybody can play it, and it's it's. And it's you can drink outside since Europe, you know, more of the yeah. perks. Mm. Um, Civilized country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes. So you did your bachelor's in Darmstadt. Um, diploma thesis, yeah. Okay, diploma. That would be bachelor's, right? That's now a master. Mm, yeah. That's a master. Yeah. Before and Colonia diploma. Is so like you did your bachelor in. Bachelor and master in Darmstadt. No, but is it physics or is it nuclear physics or is it? How, how uh, do you call that? Uh, my, in my undergrad time, I did a lot of nuclear physics, yeah. Okay. Nuclear physics, yeah. And then you did master in... Nuclear physics? Nuclear physics. Then you... What happened after the master? So let's continue the... Uh, so then I thought, uh, let's get a bit adventurous. And I went all to northeast Germany. So from central Germany in the west to northeast Germany. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to see the east. Uh, I had a... I had an offer for a PhD position, and it's, uh, uh, it's I did I, I did like the idea. I had, I had more than one offer, and I went there, mm -hmm. and I stayed there much longer than I expected. And um, I changed uh, to to another topic. I changed to uh, magnetic resonance imaging, which is actually related to nuclear physics. Uh, it's also about the the nucleus of of atoms. Basically, that's uh, that's what we use for to generate the signal that makes our images, and it's a special kind of uh, imaging that is uh, uh, not uh, with which not everybody is familiar with. So most of the people know magnetic resonance imaging mm -hmm. as imaging of anatomy of, yeah. of organs of inner organs, um, but we do. We, we, we image processes in, in the brain. We image the regions that are active in the brain. Mm -hmm. And I, I have my specialization in, in and that my specialization is in functional magnetic resonance imaging. So imaging of brain function. So while the brain is working, you, you do the magnetic resonance. So you look at the brain functioning, right? Yeah, the idea is you put somebody in the scanner, he does whatever kind of, of task. Right. Mm, and um, then you can see, then you can can image the regions which which processed everything during the task. So that mm. could can be a lot, can be speech processing, can be processing of motion, can be sensory processing. Mm. So some kind of input processing. It can be cognitive processing. That means some higher functions of the brain where you reason about something or you and you put on self control. Um, can but it can also be imaging of, of emotions um, and um, various other things. I cannot I can't tell them all. So and, and you, you you do all of this in Boston, right? Um, uh, I'm doing now a, a related a mm -hmm. related thing. So in 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 when I was was still in Germany, the town was called Greifswald at the Baltic Sea. I was really working very much on the scanner. I scanned a lot. Uh, I collected data. I evaluated. I did the data analysis. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the result and published everything. I was basically um, mostly my, my my own research was about in, an improvement of the data analysis. Mm -hmm. So we know that the data that we collect have a lot of potential that we today don't fully use. Mm -hmm. And now the the what was you mean the images have more potential that we don't actually use. Yeah, yeah, M mostly concerning spatial resolution. Yeah, mm -hmm. so uh, we know that. Uh, uh, so that was my topic. 
Yeah. My topic was to get a higher spatial resolution, to get the, the place, the, 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 the location of the active region as precise as possible, just by improving the data analysis technique. And I made, I made a considerable progress. I could really, uh, I really achieved something. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, now, uh, so to say, my project here builds up on that. So back in Germany, I was a little bit on more on the applied science side. I was a, a basically I supported I supported um, medical medical research. I supported uh, psychological and psych uh, research on psychology and research of psychiatrists, psychiatrists. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how they say it anymore. You go to Britain, it's one psychiatrist, and then it's a psych. I don't fucking know. <laughs> But this this stuff was this when you started back in Greifswald, uh, started out as, as your uh, PhD research or was this after your PhD? That was actually after my PhD. Yeah. Okay. So that okay. Was your first project to start up. Yeah. yeah. And I had two questions. Um, one question was with the spatial um, imaging. Could you explain that a little, little bit more um, when you said mm -hmm. the spatial imaging and what do you mean by this? And I'll remember my second question. Okay, okay, so um, I mean the, 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 the big advantage of fMRI, functional magnetic resonance imaging, is that we have a, we can, we know that we can achieve a very, very high spatial resolution. So there are other techniques which uh, also are about, which, which are also a diagnostic for, uh, for, 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 for brain function. Like a typical technique that uh, many people know is EC, uh, oh. EC? We can uh, Google it. E I always have problems to translate it. Or EGG, electro... Cardiogram, electro cardio ECG. ECG, yeah, yeah. No, ECG is for e the heart. That's yeah, what I always yeah, mix up. EEG, EEG, electron... Electroencephalogram. Electroencephalography. Electroencephalogram. Oh, when they yeah. put the shit on your, on your, on your yeah. head? Yeah, that's actually, you put, uh, you glue electrons basically to a, to a mask and you put the mask on the head. Mm -hmm. You can also glue it on the head. That probably works even better. Yeah, and then you... Probably. And then you can measure the electric activity mm -hmm. of, uh, of, of the neurons in your brain, mm -hmm. but only at the surface of the brain. Mm. And the thing is, with um, EEG, you get a very, very high temporal resolution. What's temporal resolution? So resolution in time. Resolution in time. In time. It, it, uh, yeah, temporal resolution. The time resolution is very, very, very high. Um, but you are, first of all, limited to measuring... I don't understand the, the, the time resolution. What, what do you mean exactly? Because you, you are, most, I think most people are thinking of when they hear resolution, resolution of a pic picture, picture, like right. pixel times pixel. Mm -hmm. And time resolution is, I would say, the accuracy of the recording, so, so to say. Yeah, so, so um, it's, it's actually a good, a good uh, simpler to start with time. So what is time? You know, like time is... Uh, Usually you have a y-axis yeah. if you have a if you have a curve and an x-axis. Right. So and for concerning an EEG, um, the x-axis, the horizontal axis, is time. Okay. The y-axis is just the voltage that you measure. So voltage over time. It's voltage over time, and the voltage is um, 
uh, given by the electric activity of, of the neurons. The electric activity of the neurons is so strong that it induces a voltage in, in the probes that you put on the skull, so outside. Right. So that's actually, that's a little bit surprising. So your brain actually produces voltage on top of your head. Electricity, yeah. Voltage, yeah, field. So now, field, yeah. that's why these people can put the, the fucking, you know, some people that they put the, they take <laughs> the, the light bulb and they put it in their mouth and, and slide. <laughs> There's probably people with a lot of... Uh, that's why you can put your car key against your head and it uh, improves the range of your car key, of your electric car key. It does work, it really works. Yeah. I could improve the range of my mother's car from 8 meters to like 20 meters. It's like a dipole, it's like, like an antenna, your, your, your head, your cranium. Mm -hmm. And then you put it against your head and then you do beep beep. Were, were, you, were you consuming any drugs at the time? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> no, it was just my, my regular um, curiosity about uh, my environment. Mm, okay. <laughs> So let's let's go back. So you okay? I didn't understand what you mean, what you explained, but okay. Uh, we should we should have we should figure that out later. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And um, the the thing is, here you can here you can see something very nicely. Yeah, here you yeah. can see something very nicely. So the temporal resolution is 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 basically um, is basically uh, the activity of the brain over time. No, 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 no. It's the yes, frequency, right. or is yeah. the is, is the is the frequency with which um, the, the the voltage is measured. Okay. So I mean, you if 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 you if you see a curve in your plot, right? You didn't measure every point on the curve, right? You measured like every whatever second, and you draw draw a line through them, and that's why you got the curve, right? Yeah, and every second you get a voltage and you connect these yeah. these voltage points with a line. Right. So, and then your temporal resolution would be one second. Do you get ah, it? Ah, okay, like yeah, the distance, the distance between the, yeah. the two dots. It's like minute minute data, three minute data, five so you minute get data for some Okay, okay, so the temporal resolution, ah, okay, I get it. So you're more precise with the dots, right? You have more dots. You you measure more dots, so the temporal resolution is yeah. smaller. Yeah, because you don't really know what's between the what's happening between the dots. You're more accurate, basically. Uh, you would, I would say. Yeah, and measuring. You, yeah, and if you have a very difficult difficult voltage curve because yeah. you whatever your neurons are doing crazy things or or whatever, uh, then you the, you need a very high uh, tempo, uh, temporal resolution. The right. dots need to be close by. Right. Because otherwise you may miss something. Right. And that's why temporal resolution is important. Okay. Yes. You may you may miss something if your temporal if your temporal resolution is not good. So let's say that something if you want to measure the activity of the uh, let's say outside brain neurons, the ones that are on the top of the head, because you can't really measure the ones down with this uh, system, right? Mm -hmm. This would measure it very accurately, which means that it has a good temporal resolution. It has a good temporal okay. resolution and it has another advantage. Yeah. It measures directly what's going on in your neurons. Okay. It, so the, the electric activity is surely coming from the neurons. It's directly related to what the neurons are actually doing. There's much more going on. There's a lot of stuff going on concerning neurons. They, uh, to, to un if you want to understand yeah. the processing. So, but, and, but let's say the big disadvantage is the big limitation for EEG is, um, uh, first of all, you can only measure what's close by to the skull. Your brain, but your brain is, 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 is uh, basically within, uh, so the, the, the nerve cells in your brain, 
you, you find them basically through the entire volume of the skull, so also in the middle. You can't measure that. You also can't measure the lower parts. Um, that's one, one limitation of EEG. Another limitation is you have these electrodes and they, even though they can be, they can be manufactured rather small, they are still very, 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 very large against neurons. Mm -hmm. They always cover Bunch millions, of billions of neurons probably. So the spatial resolution is then relatively low because they just unify the signals of billions of neurons in one spot to just one signal. Yeah, okay. so you, you, can't, you can't measure uh, one neuron, right? You have to measure like a billion of them at the same time. Yeah, so you, you in print, so the only way to measure single neurons right. that's, that exists is if you, as far as I know, the only technique, if you insert very fine needles into the brain. So really like you have to open the skull, you have to insert needles, um, there are other techniques uh, where you, where you, where you, uh, which are really fancy, where you put a little window into the skull, yeah. and then at least you don't need to put needles into the brain. Yeah, but I think they don't measure single cells. <laughs> I don't know. That's what we were talking about last time with the neural link and the stuff that Elon yeah. Musk is trying yeah. to do with uh, with implants, brain implants, to measure precisely the activity of the brain. Hmm. Yeah, but we can we can talk about it later. So and. If you want to get down to single neurons or very very small regions, you got you you you, you develop a way from a non-invasive technique like EEG mm -hmm. or fMRI to an invasive technique. At least currently, at least currently. So with what you're doing, it's a non-invasive technique of doing this, right? And the idea of fMRI is to achieve a, a high spatial resolution, mm -hmm. completely in, uh, un, not not invasive. To be uninvasive, it to be uh, accurate with uh, getting, let's say, ten neurons at the same time. Right? Yeah. To be yeah. more accurate in terms of space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uninvasive is just you don't have to uh, yes. saw yeah. out of your skull. That would be cool. Let's go home and just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're joking. Okay, so um, you're focusing currently on this now, and uh, what's the overall goal? You develop. Um, you can scan neurons better. What's the impact of this? If you can do more, if you can be more spatially precise, mm -hmm. do this better. So today we know that we have several techniques, and these techniques, uh, fMRI is, a, is, a, is 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 very widely used, very much, very very uh, very heavily used of them, and these techniques allow us to map the large-scale functional structure of the brain. Okay. So the brain consists of certain regions like regions for speech, regions for cognitive functions, regions for motor functions, regions for sensory functions like seeing, hearing, feeling, uh, so, uh, and, and, and emotional, and, and there are emotional regions. and, and and, and these techniques, they allow us to see, uh, they are our diagnostic that allows us to see how all of that works together. Right. Um, to a certain precision, uh, and, um, but we are, if, uh, but, but if we want to know how, how the processes within the regions are, or if we want to achieve, or if we want to be faster, if we want to have faster diagnostics, 
um, or, or if you if you want to see more of a, a more finer detail mm -hmm. in in the large scale interaction, uh, then then things get difficult, and then you you need to you need to have a spatial resolution that is much much higher than than that of the region size. Right. So like the region size is let's say about one centimeter. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see what's going on within the region, how the sub-regions <laughs> look like. <laughs> the region is one, sorry, the region is one centimeter. Imagine how many little regions are in your, oh. sorry for interrupting, but I just realized yeah. how complicated this is what you're doing, okay? No, actually, they, they, some regions are much larger. Some are, are, okay. are like more, more in, in the direction of 10 centimeters. Yeah, but you have to break them down even further, mm -hmm. right? You have to go in the even smaller portions than the region portion, right? That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they are on the order of a centimeter, mm -hmm. several centimeters, and and if you if you if you want to understand what's going on within the region, you need to go at least below one millimeter. You need to be somewhere like uh, it's that's that's uh, that's uh, w so one centimeter divided by one hundred is one millimeter. Mm -hmm. And you need to you need to get below one millimeter. You need to be in the micrometer scale. Mm -hmm. So one micrometer is one millimeter divided by one thousand. Mm -hmm. And you, ideally, we would have something on the order of one hundred micrometers. Okay. Or zero point one millimeters. Mm -hmm. Or zero point one millimeters. However, you want to see this it. This is great. great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just to to give to give some and understanding. How, how large is one neuron? Do you know? Does it, is it something that's known or is it or I'm asking a very stupid question yeah 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 yeah. of course that's known uh, how large is one neuron one neuron is very small one neuron must be uh, on the order of a nanometer at least so actually I don't I don't know I don't I 0 0.004 millimeters should be 14 nanometers yeah uh, 0 0.004 oh actually they are much larger <coughs> than I thought yeah, because nano is like a, a billion, a millionth part, right? Milli, micro, nano. Oh, yeah. they are, they are, they are like four micrometers. I would, I would have been thinking that they would even be smaller. Okay, yeah, thankfully we have Google. No, nobody can know everything. Yeah, so they, they are on the order of four micrometer. Mm -hmm. I would have expected them to be more on the order of one hundred nanometers. So like a factor, at least a factor ten smaller. No, we're and, um, we're so everybody. Yeah, and when you, w w what I wanted also, when you were talking last time, we were talking about the difference between the male and female brain. Yeah, yeah, that's actually it's so inter interesting uh, facts. So on average, on average in the population, that's actually very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it is so that the male and the female brain is really different. Right. Yeah. So you see that. Uh, um, the, the male brain on average is for sure larger. That is something we know. The male brain is larger. Mm -hmm. uh, now the question is, what is larger? So uh, the in, in the male brain, the gray matter, it has more gray matter. So the skull of a man is on average, is on, is on average larger as the, as the skull of, of a woman. Yeah, yeah I think the general physiognomy would be we're, we're general larger, so then you probably yeah. have a bigger head. Like, you'd be stupid if you have a man with two meet, like, I don't know, seven feet tall, and then a woman head, it would look like a 
pinball right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a protection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a protection um, because uh, so from you you can explain that out of our evolution. Right. So um, men were always the hunters and and gatherers. Yeah. Right. So they were always outside, wherever you know, in the forest or whatever, in the jungle, uh, in in the mo mountain, savanna, whatever, and there was more danger, yeah? Sure. And a larger head just is more protection. A and how does the gray matter help them? And now the, now the gray matter comes into the game the, because the gray matter is, 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 is important if you want to solve very specific tasks, like whatever you want to, you, you need to, you need to uh, organize you, the, you, the, the route that you travel mm -hmm. when, you, when you go for hunting, when you go for gathering, you need to uh, you maybe need to defend yourself if, if an animal attacks you or you need to organize your, yourself in small groups when you attack an animal and uh, you, you need to be you maybe need to be good in manufacturing tools and that is where gray matter is helpful and that is why men on average have more gray matter so it's not tons of gray matter but there is definitely on average more gray matter does it help to prevent actually concussions like it does it take more force against the man's head to suffer from a concussion or is that not related to that that's the larger skull that is doing that okay yeah. that's the larger skull yeah yeah so um but i mean it's practical that both goes together yeah because more gray matter needs more space and you have more space in the larger skull so it's like double win um and now from the evolution history with women it was it was a bit difficult women uh, were usually in in most societies of the world or in yeah, I think in most, it's safe to say, where uh, at home organized the, 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 the life at home or in, in the village, whatever, in the social setting. I think only the Scandinavians, like if you go to the Vikings and stuff, the Scandinavians, the, the, the women are in all, in all the, their wars. Like you have female fighters. Sri Lanka also, where Sri Lanka, where the, or Indonesia, where the women are ahead of the society and ahead of the family? No, I, I, think I, was know. I know in Europe, in Scandinavians, were bringing their women to war, so it wasn't only the guys who come. Viking girl will come and kill you. So, um, I mean, there are. But we're talking about average. We're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to point out a couple of. Uh, yeah. That there are societies where it was dif different. Yeah. There are still societies that are not like modern societies yeah. where it's different. Um, um, but I, I, I just talk about the average. Yeah. I, I just talk about the average. I don't wanna. So I don't wanna gender bend anything yeah. or whatever. Um, <laughs> gender, hashtag gender bend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's just the average. Yeah. They were all uh, are always are always. It's highly, but it's individual. It's highly individual. Yeah. So and but on average, yeah, the woman took care of the family, of the household, yeah. um, and uh, maybe maybe and the social setting. Right. So um, whatever the marketplace, the church, or whatever kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's anyways how most of us grew up more or less. Yeah. With our mother, I mean mother. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, there, it's more important to balance things out, to have many things, uh, uh, to, to, to take care of many things, yeah? You really got to think about, can I do this, uh, one example, or will somebody be embarrassed? What, how, how, uh, how, how do I need to, to plan my next actions in order to get the day done? There were much, many, many more factors that came across, yeah? You had to not only to balance out the practical things, but also um, this, the, all, all the, social, the social implications. Yeah? I think their social intelligence is way bigger than us. Yeah, so yeah. you needed a higher social intelligence. Yeah. Um, but you, for example, don't need it so much of, of 
of spatial orientation right. because your setting was limited to the town right and that's why and in and and uh, if you if you if you if and, and and social social abilities are connected to <laughs> the connections that you have in your brain yeah. the connections are in the brain are largely give or at least the long scale connections are given by the white matter in the brain yeah. uh, and that is the reason why the evolutionary reason why women today have uh, have more white matter in their brain more connections in their brain yeah. um, and there are also for example many women have a smaller skull than men yeah. because they didn't need the additional protection yeah. So that is a that is a, 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 so to say the average that we see we see that especially in fMRI in fMRI we have to, to bring the head of our of our participants into a relatively small we call it coil and you always see that on average men need much more space than women yeah. so that's that's something you see every day yeah you've seen it in practice you've, you've, yeah. you've, you've seen it yourself so yeah. And um, yeah, then you start to think about such things, and then you get to to, to the gray matter and the white matter. Yes. Um, what else did we have? Yeah. There was another thing. Uh, yeah, I want. I forgot my second question, but yeah, this mm. was. Th th I wanted. I wanted to discuss this because I remember we were talking about this. Well, what was the second question? Yeah. The the second question. No, this was the only question for the for the just the difference between yeah evolutionary difference between two brains we were talking about. Mm. Um, as, as, a f as a fun fact, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it fits very well with many prejudices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I think now it's very uh, it's weird, but it's at the same time it's super controversial to discuss. No, it's not really controversial. It's like data. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not in general it is, but unfortunately, it's fucking science. So. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we thought we were actually past the times of Galileo Galilei getting uh, investigated by the Roman Inquisition for saying that the Earth is not flat and uh, it's not the center of the universe. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Um, I mean, but you're not limited to it, yeah? Yeah. I mean, even, even, uh, even if you're, uh, even if there is this different o difference on average, yeah, um, individuals can be highly, highly, can, can differ highly from that average. And even if you're in the average, yeah, you still uh, you, 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 that doesn't limit you. Right. I mean, things maybe in the beginning take a, for you take a little bit longer, but you can still specialize as a woman in being whatever a good hunter or gatherer. You can also, as a, as a, as a man, specialized in being very diplomatic and good right. in a social setting. Yeah. So I, I, I remember t I had two follow-up questions. The first one was. You said you can, um, as a woman, specialize to be a hunter. As a man, you can specialize to be uh, a diplomat and stuff like this. So my first question is like, if, for example, if you're a woman and let's say you, uh, you're genetically, um, your 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 brain doesn't have this gray matter, so you are, let's say, when you start off uh, specializing hunt hunting, you have a certain disadvantage. While like, if you want to specialize something social, you don't have a disadvantage. Let's let, we're just assuming this. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. it's natural, mm -hmm. but. Uh, if you start now uh, focusing on hunting, you will you develop a larger gray mass? Will your brain change physically with you learning more? You know what I mean? And then the second question is, um, is there any evidence or do you maybe think that did, I was we're talking about this last time, so the chicken and the egg, did the mm -hmm. brain develop, let's say for the hunters, did we become good hunters because our brain developed the, the 
the the, the, the gray matter or did were we just found in these in these situations where our brain had to adopt and then develop you know what's the cause <laughs> did we, did we, yeah did we become the polar bears just because of genetic code or mm. you know I so, mean, yeah. that's evolution, yeah, that's evolution. So evolution has many components. Um, and here it's, uh, that, that's one point where you got to be careful or you will not get it. Mm. So evolution is a bit, yeah, has, has components, has, 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 has not like straight. It's, it's not so that you can say you're at, at one point, an animal or a plant had a certain genetics. And that is why it is as it looks today that developed over a long time basically uh, for some reason that I can't really explain I don't know if anybody knows that mm. at one point um, so the, the, the uh, life life started to exist yeah right. so the idea is that it was basically in the beginning a chemical process mm -hmm. that DNA formed uh, and suddenly there was much more possible than uh, just in, in chem just in, in, in the in, in, in the chemistry of uh, in the inorganic chemistry in the non-living chemistry mm -hmm. suddenly a, a lot of uh, a much higher degree of, of complexity uh, was possible okay. more combinations yeah yeah you had the DNA and I mean look plants have a DNA animals have a DNA and look how different they are mm. um, look look how different plants are look how different animals are uh, that, that's that's all due to the DNA right. and um, basically then we had like the first organisms and they did something probably something I mean if you look at them they are one-celled organism if you look at them today they look very clumsy and a bit funny yeah, yeah. If, if you see you can have a look at, at, at YouTube right. yeah, yeah. they move around like pretty randomly and gather something that they that they eat and if they are unlucky uh, they move around a long time and don't get anything to eat and die yeah so they don't have any they can't do anything any any better right. um, but with time thing, things got more complex uh, the living organisms had more cells yeah and not like like millions but maybe like hundreds mm -hmm. um, and suddenly they could develop uh, 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 whatever uh, uh, some kind of sensory equipment that allowed them to target their food more precisely Mm. And then maybe they start to target the one-celled organism, also the one-celled organism that were just randomly swimming in the sea, yeah, and then, then they ate them. So that was one thing that drove evolution, like a higher degree of complexity. Mm. And then you can ask, why the hell did it get higher, yeah? Yeah, my question was like, that was the environment? Did, 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 did our brain adopt an environment or did it our brain changed and then we were better like hunters you know like kind of yeah and, and, yeah, you're going and from from yeah. this simple uh, example you see that in between something happened and basically we don't we don't know it because we have not been there that's billion of years ago uh, and there could be could be many reasons one reason could be mutation so due to whatever chemistry radiation uh, an accident during during cell splitting um, the DNA changed from its first state and suddenly other things were possible mm. and if that was a good thing the organism survived if that was if that was not a good thing they died and vanished uh, so that was so to say DNA driven yeah 
the, the evolution is, 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 is surely DNA driven. So something in your, in your DNA must happen. Yeah. We don't know why it happened, um, um, but something in your DNA must change to change your organism. Yeah. Could also be that uh, um, maybe just another part of the DNA got active yeah, right. uh, due to a changed environment, whatever. But most, most probably it's this, this effect. Mm-hmm. that you have a mutation and if it's a good mutation you you, you survive right. and you're better if it's a bad mutation unfortunately you die yeah that's the polar bears yeah that's the polar bears mm. was the mutation of the gene that they became white and then it was i think it was the time of the ice age or something and then because they're white they, in snow they can't see you so it's like so there's a camouflage and then they multiply that's and and you have to be in the right environment. Yeah, if they were in the Sahara, right they would have died yeah. the next day. There would not be no more. The one Basically, polar bear that was like polar would be like dead, over. Yeah, you're white in the middle of the yellow uh, field. Everybody can see you or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the, the brain regions are to a certain extent like a muscle, right? Because we had this uh, with transcranial magnetic stimulation that you can suddenly draw like uh, real. Like because so because nor, uh, because when when you when you stimulate certain regions in your brain. Which you normally do not use, you s- you're suddenly very good at it, or you have is considerably better at it. Because actually, everybody can be good at almost everything, so to say, but we just don't use certain certain yeah. skills all the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you can train everything basically on the other hand, or you can enhance it and accelerate it artificially. Learn, with learn. You can learn stimulation. Yeah, there there are experiments, so there are different ways of learning. So traditionally is. So the traditional, let's say what, what we what we call learning is you wanna you wanna get better in a task, yeah, like drawing, right. painting. So you do it over and over and over again, and the idea is if you spend ten thousand hours, you 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 are at least close to being an expert or much better yeah. than an average person, uh, and um, you can achieve that. So the new so relatively new thing is that you can achieve that throughout your lifetime. So you are not limited to learning when you're young, you're just learning much more effective mm-hmm. because your brain is, is much more in development process and can really, depending on your activity, change uh, the, the, the way it develops. In which age is your brain the most effective? That's another question, I think. Because uh, we know that like we older people are like slow, they get slower and the brain starts decaying, right? Yeah. When you're young, you're kind of developing, so you're kind of not really there. So do you know, or is it just, um, or it depends personally? Or? Um, yeah, no, 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 no. That's um, I'm not really sure about the age. Let's say there's a phase uh, when when you're when you're a child and when you're really young, you have much more neurons, you have much more connections between the neurons, and then you have um, you 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 get in the phase where at least the connections between the neurons are pruned. So connections that you use very often are kept and connections that you use rarely or not at all, they just vanish mm-hmm. because you, you, you need to optimize your, your brain. The brain uses a lot of energy. That's one po- reason why you need to optimize it. And the more, the more uh, uh, adjusted to your, to your most important tasks your brain is, the faster you are. Mm. So that gives you a survival, a survival, uh, 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 a survival advantage, and that happens. Pff, I'm not really sure. It hap- I think it happens pff, very early. I would say if you're 16, that phase is over. That's the, as far. It could be, could even be earlier, but I'm not a specialist. I can tell you that this mechanism exists, 
um, this pruning uh, mechanism, but I don't really know when, when it's done. Yeah, by, by, by the age of 16, all of your neurons are in the penis department. <laughs> so it's all, then it is there. From 11 to 16, it's like uh, you're pretty much in the only one focus of your brain. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, so uh, another thing that I can tell you is that the older you get, yes. so if you're young, you're more biased to, to something that gives you like joy or pleasure uh, uh, with an immediate reward, yeah? Mm. Uh, but usually the older you get, so that's also average, but the, the older you get, the more you focus on long-term goals. Yeah. Maybe because you understand time better? Mm, or you have a better model of the world and can yeah. predict what one action, that one action will cause yeah. the next. Yeah. And then, yeah. Also, delay gratification better, I think. Hmm? Something, I think it was yeah, delay gratification. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah. So, something social media is ruining. Uh-oh. The next yeah. generation will yeah. have a huge problem. If they uh. Uh, don't study uh, law in five minutes, they will get uh, frustrated and study... Yeah, but then at the same time, you're developing delivery of information is more efficient than before. Like before, I would have to go to the library, get a book. Now I just fucking go Google, find a book, download the book, and it's right here with me. So it's both sides, you know. I mean, it's, it's kind of we're becoming. If you didn't have this need to study faster, you wouldn't develop these. Okay, the thing is, getting a book online, reading the book online, is some sort of still studying and trying to understand. Mm -hmm. But if uh, you look, you search on Google, uh, what is thirty thousand dollars per year mm -hmm. per month? Then you are just lazy. Yeah, or we don't know how to come with. But yeah, yeah, I, get, I, I know. Yeah. But you can keep your brain fit in, uh, when you're uh, getting older, right? Yeah, because, because if, if you keep on learning, if you keep on trying to educate yourself, trying to read, trying to play instruments, I think that can keep your brain fit, so to say. Yeah. yeah? You have so. a lot, as far as I know, you, you, so that's also an on average thing. Mm -hmm. On average, you have a, can have a huge influence on your development. So whatever, if you have a healthy diet, uh, if you if you if you do sports, if you have uh, social social contacts, if you play an instrument, you you read, yeah, you're integrated. That has a huge huge impact, and that also keeps you healthy, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and uh, at the same time, what was I thinking about? Um, we were talking about that you were saying that uh, if you're older you can keep your brain fit yeah and you know that there are people that w when they get older you know sometimes people that are working and are old are much more sharper than people who retired you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like you'd meet somebody who's 70 years old and still working and they're still super sharp you know they like what was the guy that was speaking at uh, the very equity guy um, at Harvard um, Rubenstein. Oh, yeah, David, David, David Rubenstein. David he, Rubenstein. He was 69. He was super fast. I couldn't believe it. He was it 69. Was left, right here. Super. Every, like, his brain was like firing super quickly, you know? Like, and, mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, he's 69. Yeah. And I knew people like from, especially Montenegro, because like you retire and then you don't have this, people don't, man and when they get older, they don't maintain any li active lifestyle. It's normal to like get lazier. Mm -hmm. And if you don't work, uh, I, I just think people kind of die, you know, like, and one other thing I wanted to say, uh, I know that learning languages, knowing multiple languages can uh, decrease your uh, um, decrease your chances of getting Alzheimer's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's not uh, really, I, I think nobody knows why, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a result. Yeah, no, what's it called? Neuroplasticity, is that the correct word? 
connectivity between the neurons and neuroplasticity? Or yeah, neuroplasticity that is the the ability of the brain to 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 reorganize it in a functional way. So without changing changing the anatomical connections, the brain is still is still capable of changing. Uh, 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 the, the, the strength of the connections, the frequency with which with which uh, the mm. connections are used, and uh, also that, that that can, for example, be seen in in in, in, in fMRI. What I do, mm. uh, that that some regions, some active regions, get larger if they are if if they are trained, or the connections between distant regions get stronger. Yeah, that's possible. Your entire life, yeah. Mm. That's 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 insane. So like, you 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 yourself are kind of in control of your brain, but then who the fuck are you? If Me, myself, your brain. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> so yeah, you can like you yeah. can train your brain, but then it's your brain that makes the decision to train itself. So like, yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. it's a weird it's a weird it's uh, an ever changing exhumated relation. It's uh, yeah, what you have to whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Okay. When 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 we are uh, when we are at it, uh, we don't know why the change changes or like w we don't know why learning languages can prevent Alzheimer's. Nobody no, we understands have no idea. why. Uh, when mean, we are in the understand why region already, should we go over to quantum physics? Yeah, you were mentioning the the, the, the you article yeah. you liked. 